go. YouTube knows. Yeah, yeah, here we are. Oh, Welcome back, everybody, Utah football fans. We're glad to have you. Merry Christmas. How's everyone's Christmas hangover going? I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Got family in town staying with us, plus it's my exhausting. own family. I'm so... Fr- I, this is this is half and half Mountain Dew Red Bull at 8 p.m. That's, that's the mood I'm in. You're screwing yourself over because then you're not going to be able to sleep. I mean, no, 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 that's not going to be a problem. How's your Christmas hangover, Gary? Great, I'm doing good. It's because he doesn't have little children Gosh. in the house anymore. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> The, I had a bunch of little children over, though. Yes. <laughs> the number of meltdowns <laughs> that my seven-year-old has had in the past four days, it's been great. It's great. Anyways. Anyway. Hope you all had a Merry Christmas. And, and we're going to have a Happy New Year. Is game week. This could be the longest week of the year right here. It feels like we've been waiting for this forever. I feel like yeah. it's never going to actually get here. But yeah, it's game week. Big game. It's upon us. Is it? Is it a big game? Big game. It is, is it upon one? us. That's cool. The Rose Bowl, baby. <laughs> okay, she's, I don't know where she's, are you, why are you are so you okay? I'm off. Some Christmas I'm, cheer. I'm like pure oh, adrenaline. I could, I could go for some Christmas okay, cheer right now. Look, I don't know make what's sure in this, that but. you subscribe, <laughs> oh, please, yeah. everybody. Like, subscribe, all those fun How things. How about, sh- would you please share? Our, Comment. Our pages throughout the formats we would much appreciate it yes thank you to a bunch of you who've shout out. Yeah, given some us some, some comments on youtube victor herrera who <clears throat> agreed that devin lloyd will be a first round pick if you don't know what we're talking about you got to listen to last week's episode good for him gary is wrong I- <laughs> daniel johnson giovanni bona Greg Hawkins, thank you for all of these comments. We very much appreciate it. We want you to get involved. We want to hear your thoughts. If you agree, disagree. With if you some agree, of our great. Pass takes. it on, though. If you disagree, pass it on. If you like what problem. you hear, let people know. A so lot they of can people join us. A lot of people did have opinions about which Utah team is best. That so was a hot topic. I think that's a hot topic. We're gonna have to do a poll on that one. Yeah, at we'll some do point. that again. We'll have to get into that one a little deeper. Yeah, because <laughs> that's sparked some debate going on. It's good debate. I'd be curious to see what the populace thinks. Because <laughs> we disagree. A little bit. We agree. This one. This one. Disagrees, and he's wrong. Out on his own a couple times last podcast, and he was wrong. I'm right. Both I can't times. help it. If you guys are wrong. We'll see. We'll see. All right, shall we? Let's get into it. Here we are. Okay, <laughs> so that we had all that excitement and enthusiasm with the Pac-12 championship the victory and then we're going to the rose bowl and you know jubilation jubilation and then we have the holidays kind of <laughs> kind of come down a bit huge let down those holidays <laughs> <laughs> i know they get in the way as of the rose adult, bowl. it is <laughs> anyway i'm just saying here we are 
this is the week, and so uh, it's time to think about it. Get a little more specific on what we think about the game and Ohio State. The Ohio State. That's what they say. <laughs> That'll be the only time I say it because it is that They're very between adamant the about it. the two things in college football that drive me the most nuts is the Ohio State, and then when Miami calls themselves the U. Those two things, it's just yeah, I don't the I arrogance never understood of that. that the Miami so. Thing. The U. Hey, you. There's not even a... We call ourselves the U. Yeah, well, that makes okay, a little bit more well, sense. University of Utah. Utah. Miami. What does Miami have to do with the U? Nothing. I think they began before we ever did, by the way. Well, they did. Th- theirs was like the 90s. That was like the Irvin team so and you, you know all what? the cocaine and all that sort of stuff <laughs> happening. I think it we ripped no them sense. off. It still makes no sense. It still makes no sense. Whatever. Makes, I'm just saying. And they do this and thing. And they do this. Yeah, that looks like... If anyone, I when Utah fans do that, uh, that's my biggest pet peeve. I can get on board with that. It's this. Well, it's, it's dumb. This. It's this, guys. You do this. And you have to be looking on YouTube. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> that's the you, Bryn. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, down a rabbit hole. Here we hole. go. <sighs> Let's get these. It's already Ohio 75 State. degrees down here. And okay, uh, we did some polls, so we're going to begin this episode. Of the Utah Football Fans Podcast with two polls, and then we'll go from there. Man, we're f- off and cooking already. And it's, we're three minutes in. This the is first um, poll was simply this. Who wins the Rose Bowl? And, and keep in mind that this poll was taken on the Utah Football Fans Facebook page. <laughs> Can I finish? My- <laughs> I'm just saying, keep that in mind with the results. <laughs> well. Okay, you're right. But the, it's uh, 96% said, yeah, we're going to win. Utah fans, three percent thereabouts said no, we're going to lose. I'm not going to look those guys up, but the point is, you're right. That's good. I mean, that's cool. Should, that's that's how the poll Utah should fans. Go. We should say that. We should be saying that. Well, that's so, the thing. Who are those twenty people that said no? I can look them up, but I'm not going to waste my energy. <laughs> anyway, ninety six percent said we're we're going to win, but yeah. then kind of a qualifier poll question. Uh, how certain are you that Utah wins the Rose Bowl? So it's, do you think we're going to win? Yes. 96%. Yeah, we're going to win. Okay. Well, how certain do you think Utah's going to win the game? This gets a lot more. Gary wants specifics. Specifics. Can you say that? Specifics. Specifics. Spell specific. (laughs) Well, you're from. I can't spell. Specific. Spa. S-P-U-H. (laughs) S-P-A-A. Specifics okay. S I. That's my Salt Lake Community F- College <laughs> education coming in handy right there. <laughs> How certain are you that Utah wins the Rose Bowl? And there were uh, four answers. One was absolutely. Okay. The other was I'm feeling good. Okay. About it. Fifty uh, fifty. And not feeling good about it at all. So those were the f- those were the four. Uh, Choices. choices of of the of the poll, so we had fifteen percent say that absolutely Utah's going to win this game. That's how certain they are. Fifteen percent. Okay. Um, we had fifty three percent say I'm feeling really good about Utah winning the Rose Bowl. We had twenty eight percent say it's it's a fifty fifty in the prospect mm-hmm. of Utah winning the Rose Bowl. And then we had 1% say they don't feel good about it at all. Um, Where do you land on all this? I 
In this particular game, I, I went g- to the I, 50-50. I was going to get you're a 50-50. I, I did really? 50-50. Bryn's feeling pretty good, I'm going to guess. I'm feeling good. That was mine. I'm feeling good. I hover between that 50-50 and feeling now, good. This is how he always operates. He's like walking the line all the time. What do you mean? He voted. I voted. I know, but you voted. And then I'm willing, but I think I'm sort of 50-50. Okay, you know what? I'll just sit here for the next hour and bring nothing Ooh. to the table. Oh, my gosh. Good grief. I can't believe you're 50-50. You, Gary. <laughs> I thought you would have been feeling better about that, feeling more confident than half. Well, so here's how I look at it. We can either be... So in this discussion, we can either just be complete homers for Utah as we're just going to go down there and enroll Ohio State or we can try to be a little more objective about it. And so when I look at it objectively, trying to be fair about the game with Ohio State is, let me just generalize, is, is uh, this is the best team we've seen all year by far. Ohio State is freaking good football team. Gary, we played the team down south. Oh, God. Did you have to taint? Why did you bring them into today's to episode? Some serious football. It's a joke. I know, but even the mention of them sorry. makes me want to I'm sorry. vomit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Ohio State is go, a go back and let's excellent this football game <laughs> or football team. And they're better than Oregon. I don't care that Oregon beat them. They're better than Oregon. Um, when I feel like this come going up against Ohio State is at least like I felt in 2019 going up against that Oregon team that we got beat by, and um, I can go into some specifics, but that's that's generally the the reason is, and I'll just I'll just say this: um, Utah has not seen a passing offense. Like, like this all season. Not just marginally. No, by a big margin. By a massive mm-hmm. difference. This this is the passing offense in the nation. They're the best offense in college football. College you football. You know that. Literally ranks number one in all of college football. Oh, that's great. So we'll go and hit them stat, th- those stats. But that's that's the reason. So when I just, yeah, I'm psyched. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I, – I didn't say we we're going to lose or anything like that. I'm just 50-50 because I think, yeah, Utah can win, but this is a tough game, and it's because Ohio State is a real good football team. That's my generalization. What do you think? Well, now that you've brought us all down. Bring you down? <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like, yeah, Ohio State, this is, this is the best team we'll, we'll have faced. Uh there's no offense in the Pac-12 that even remotely can come close to what Ohio State brings to the table, especially the, the passing game. This is not Oregon where you, you shut down one side of them, like they shut down the run, and then they, you have to make them pass. No, they can do either. Um, their biggest weakness really is their, their run defense, and I think that's where we can hopefully exploit. If we can control the line of scrimmage, control the ball, control the clock, that's going to be a huge factor. Um but this team scares me, honestly. Uh, I saw what they did to Michigan State. They were up forty-nine to nothing at halftime, and Michigan State's a pretty dang Jeez. good football team. So that's the that's how quickly the game can, can get out of hand with these guys. Uh, really, really, really talented. You'll see some throws, some playmakers on the field on Saturday that are nothing like what we've we've faced so far. 
Um, and our secondary is dealing with a lot of injuries. And so it, it, it makes me nervous. I'm feeling good, personally. I think that Utah's going to be motivated, focused. This coaching staff has a tremendous <coughs> record when it comes to bowl games, especially big bowl games like this. Whittingham, whatever he's doing, it works. So I'm feeling pretty good about it, but there's some hesitation, and Ohio State is really good. I think we want it more. I think... It means more to us. It, it feels like it means more to us. I think the, some of the stuff I'm sure Utah fans that you've all seen to just kind of surrounding the game is it feels like Ohio State is either disappointed or just isn't up for the game as much as Utah is. Is That's the feeling that I get. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, I mean, the other things I've been seeing is they did lose to Michigan, and a lot of people are saying that our style of play is very similar to Michigan, so hopefully that plays into our advantage. But yeah, obviously this isn't going to be a cakewalk, but I just hope our players are more motivated. We have the drive. We have the momentum. We want to be there more than they do. But we'll see. Yeah. Let me just throw out a James mentioned it, but um, so total offense, they're number one in the nation. I didn't know that. That's yeah, crazy. That's, that's crazy. Okay, so. And if you go down, you might get to this. There's not a Pac-12 team in the top, like, 20. No, it's it's somewhat. <laughs> see, what's hard about it, though, is you get some, stick, like, second, third tier Right, because teams, they're, they're just throwing the ball it's all over. All, all the teams, but. But still. But still. That doesn't matter because Ohio State is still the number one total offense team in the nation. They average per game 551 yards per game. So, jeez, that's that's Ohio State. They now were, they you, you were com- ranked number two in the country at one point this year. Yeah, Ohio State was, and they lost to Michigan. And then they lost, and they lost to Michigan. Here and we are. That's where we're at. They, they're in the they playoffs. The playoffs they're that. in the playoff until that happened. Uh, Utah, just by comparison, so they average 551 a game in total offense. We average 428 um, of offense. Now, scoring scoring offense, Ohio State uh, obviously is number one as well. Uh, they average 45 points a game. That's crazy. Woo. So you've got 551 <laughs> so yards a game. And 45 points. Okay, and 45 points a game is their average. Um, Utah averages 35, 10 point uh, less. So that's that's what it is. Um, and this is so the – and you, again, mentioned, mentioned it, James, but the passing offense, Ohio State averages per game 300 – basically 365 yards – Per game. Passing. Passing. Okay, so that's Utah. That makes them fifth in the nation, but you look at the teams ahead of them and, you know, it's whatever. Well, they throw the ball. I heard a stat that they throw the ball. how, How do I say this? Like almost more than anybody else in the entire country. They throw the ball more than almost anybody else in the country. Who's their quarterback? Oh, what's the dude's name? Stroud. Stroud. And he's... He was fourth in the Heisman. He was a Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, Utah, in comparison, is 87th, and we average passing 215. So they throw for 365. We throw for 215 a game. Yeah, Stroud has 38 touchdown passes this year to okay. five interceptions. Jeez. Uh, let's go to the... Just rushing. This is 
rushing offense. 38 passing touchdowns. So Utah averages per game 216 yards a game. That ranks as 13th in the okay. nation, which is, and we rush for 5.61 yards a, a carry. Now, Ohio State is 41st, but and they rush for 100 still. So you compare and you add their passing, but mm-hmm. they still rush for 186 yards a game. <laughs> That's what I mean. And their their yards wow. per rush is 5.55. So we're slightly ahead per rush. But <laughs> wow. anyway, these are just the these are the differences and where we're at. Now, this this is the this in total defense. So then we go to the defensive numbers, and Utah in nationally is ranked 11, where we we allow 315 yards per game, um, and 4.85 yards per play. I know it's a lot to remember, but it's just inter- interesting comparing uh, the differences, what we're up against here, and then Ohio State. So they allow 365 yards per game and 5.21 yards per play. So, yeah, defensively, Utah has a slight edge just statistically there. Yeah. Um, But then when you get down into the specifics, when you get to the passing yards allowed, Utah allows 195 a game. And... Ohio State allows two forty six, but we're not a passing team. <laughs> but that's pass. That's right. So that's yards allowed. Yeah, we're not a passing team. So that we're a run so team. With, with their weakness. So so hear me out though. So their weakness defensively does not play. You'll into find it. out. Yeah, is the pass pass defense, but also their their rush defense as well. And you probably are getting to this. And that, that's that's what I'm. So I, I say that as a preface, really, to the rushing defense. Because Ohio State and Utah are 19 and 20 in the nation. They're right next to each other. With a rush defense? Rush defense. Ohio State allows 118 yards. We allow 120. So it's sixes. So statistically, they're slightly better than us. That's interesting. So that's, that's what I'm saying is their weakness, our, our greatest gap or the weakness. Yeah. Our our greatest strength against them is not what what we do we do what we do we run no it's, what we run and then we we have three tight ends on the field and either run out of that or throw to our tight ends as, as we've seen mm-hmm. i mean that's our biggest strength the biggest thing and i've been listening to a couple of of ohio state podcasts last week to kind of get an idea of who they are they're giving us a lot of respect which is it's kind of been surprising to me most most of the time in these games they don't oh little old utah Whatever they've been giving us a lot of respect, which I think is tells a lot. Uh, um, it's Kyle, you know, Kyle Whittingham's team, but they've been saying that the matchup in their their opinion, their Ohio State people, does not favor them very well. With the three tight ends, the ability for all three tight ends to catch the ball, there's a lot of discipline, and their linebacking core is not is not their strength. So that is where I think Utah can exploit. That's where we're gonna have to exploit. Like I said, we have to hold on to the ball. If we punt the ball a couple times early, well, yeah, because if you give it's it, over. if you give it to their offense, obviously, when you get down twenty-one nothing on these guys. It, that's it's, their strength. It's so over. it's over. But our our strength, I mean, our offense have, has been strong this year, but I still think our strength is in our defense 
but their strength is their offense. It's so been a combination of our offense being able to control the game and then scoring, partic- particularly yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. Against Oregon, what did we rush it, 50 times in the first first game against them? Something like that. Something like that. And that's, that's true. I Our offense think, has been... And then we end up scoring. That's why we win. That's the biggest thing. When we get in the red zone, they've been putting the ball in the end zone and not selling for field goals. But they here's the mm. thing, and I'll just to finalize the point and whatever, but so they have three wide receivers yeah, who, except for one guy, is 64 yards short of 1,000 yards. They have three guys who are 1,000 yards. Are 1,000-yard receivers this year. Do you know who our leading receiver is? Keithy. Keithy at 534 yards. So they have three guys who are double what our, mm-hmm. t- our top guy is. I was right. I totally guessed that. Yeah, it's Keithy. So <laughs> of course it's Keithy. This is, this is the point. <laughs> we just ha- So we, I'm, we just have to be real of what we're up against here. And um, Oh, it's going to be a battle. And our secondary is depleted. Is, got injuries and depleted, and we're coming up against... so. Yeah. Uh, having said all that, uh, yeah, it's going to come down to can our defense hold up? Can we get some sacks? And can we run the ball or at least move the ball? We're going to have to run the ball so we can control some of the clock. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Have any of their players said that they're not playing? No, not, not yet. Today. But the anticipation is that one, if not two, are going to. I mean, we're recording this on Sunday, so we're still... We're, I mean, there's still a week. But I've heard of, of a couple of their guys who were first-round picks. They're saying they might but not play. But as of right now, nothing official. Hmm. So. I'm okay with it if the Ohio State people drop out. I'm not okay with it if the Utah players don't play. And they're, they're, they're not. The Utah <laughs> players are playing. I think, though, there a couple of the receivers could, but I think... Your top receiver isn't eligible yet, so he can't drop out, so he'll play. He'll play. My thing, look, all of this, and even the Utah, at, as we're recording, ESPN has us losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're da- we're, they're a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. They've got the best offensive college football. There's all these things. Where I think Utah has the, the advantage is, I feel like they're the motivation factor, right? Like... As much as you don't want to acknowledge it, this has got to be a letdown for Ohio State. Now, they're going to not going to talk about that. It's going to be a big game for them. And they're still going to come out and play. They're still really, really good. But this is huge for Utah. Okay, I also think we we have the best player on either team. I think Devin Lloyd's. I think Devin Lloyd's the best player on the field on Saturday. So, plus I think that our coaching, I I would take Kyle Whittingham over Ryan Day any day of the week. I feel like those factors plus. I, from what I'm hearing, it's gonna be it's gonna be Rice Eccles Stadium, yep. California, yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> so I think there's gonna be a lot of things going into it, and I think Utah pulls out the victory. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be stressful. It's gonna be fun. Weather's not gonna be an issue. 58 degrees and sunny. The granddaddy out of them feel all, amazing. baby. I know. Coming out of what are we? It's 28 degrees right now. <laughs> Do you really? I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, you can't get into the heads of a, of a football team. But yeah, I listened to a couple of people talk, uh, a couple analysts and whatever. I, I could say that about maybe some bowl games, but beyond the championship games, I mean, this is the this is the bowl. Yeah, yeah. But when you're ex- this is the bowl, when man. you're expected 
to be in the, the playoff. Bowl. Like they expected to be in the playoff all year long. They were they were slated. Preseason they were going. Everything leading up to it, they were going to the playoff. I think it's overplayed. I think that the letdown factor is overplayed. It's being overplayed. I'd be I'm I'm worried about people thinking that. I honestly I think that the same same goes with the Sugar Bowl, right? I think Utah was they beat the crap out of Alabama. It had nothing to do with Alabama didn't want to be there. But same thing here. I think there's a little bit of it, but I think it's overplayed. Yeah, I, I think it I think it's overplayed because of the nature of this game. This is like it is the granddaddy. They don't call it that just for the heck of it. <laughs> yeah, th- sure any team would be disappointed. When you're on the, the cusp of playing for a champion national championship, we've been there a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then what happened? And so, but but we ended Texas up playing and, a Texas in a nothing bowl. But this is care. different. This is, right. This is the Rose Bowl. You go to the Rose Bowl. So, I mean, I don't know, but I, I think. It is our first time being there, though. I, I, it's yeah. Ohio State. I mean, I don't know. I don't. How many times have they played in the Rose Bowl? I don't know. Well, I. But I know I don't think they're just not going to show up and play. But no, I th- I think they'll be ready to go. I don't think that. Myself. I do think, like you said, the the home field advantage is going to be Utah. So what have you been here? So what what I've heard is Utah fans. A all of our tickets have been sold. All of our all of our allotment essentially to this point. Mm-hmm. The secondary market has just been Utah fans. Um, one guy on Twitter said that he works in the secondary market and it's 80, 20 Utah fans. So the Utah ticket office reported that they sold 32,000. Okay. And the stadium holds 88,000. And so that I believe was our allotment. Ohio state returned 7,000. They returned tickets of their allotment. And now that's also on top of, we know based on social media, <laughs> many, many Utah fans bought their tickets through Ohio State. I don't know numbers on that. I don't know. There's I saw no, a lot. There's no way to get numbers on that, but it was a lot based on the social media conversation conversations. And then like you're saying, secondary market, it feels like it's just Utah fans purchasing them. I mean, Mark Harlan estimated he thinks there'll be 60,000 Utah. I don't know where he got that number from. Jeez. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's at least seventy percent. It could be. Fans. It could be like it was at the Pac-12 championship game. I don't know if it'll be that it extreme. Be. It's. It's. Look, we can drive to it. I'm driving to it. Yeah. Most people I know are jumping in a car and driving down from Ohio. You're not driving from Ohio. That's, right. You, you're. You have to fly to get there. Otherwise, it's twenty-four hour driving or something like that. So I think that that could be a big. A big factor. Unfortunately, both teams are pretty much the same red. So <laughs> optically, we won't be able to see. But I think that'll be a big factor. I really do. Hopefully, hopefully they don't put up 28 points in the first quarter and it's not a factor anymore. And then it's not loud. <laughs> yeah, it can be a factor. There's no doubt. We, as long as we get the lead or we're in the game. But you're right. If things happen to go bad pretty quick, that, that would change everything. So what's the keys then? Bottom line, Utah, you've, you all feel like they're going to win. Then what is it? How, how do you see it playing out? The way it has to play out. First thing I want to see. Let me just throw this in, the, in there first, though. Even against Oregon, if I remember right. So even Oregon beat him, but this is a long time ago, so I don't really. Yeah, that, whatever. Like this week two. But yeah. I think they, Ohio State had over 600 yards in the game, uh-huh. and they still lost. Yeah. So this is what. This is the scary part. I'll look for that me. up real quick. Look it up, and even against Michigan, 
Mm-hmm. Were they lost? And the weather was bad, too. That's not an excuse, but they, yes. I, I think they had 500 yards against Michigan. So we have to put up yards. So, yeah, but then I heard, and I don't have the stat right in front of me, but I, 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 heard, okay. some guy, I heard some guy analyzing it that they put up massive yards sometimes, but it doesn't convert into points sometimes. So this was week two against Oregon. It was at Ohio State. Weather was not a factor. Mm-mm. And if you remember, uh, the Oregon player didn't play. Thibodeau. Thibodeau didn't play. Okay. Sewell had a, had a game. So Stroud, their quarterback, he threw 54 times this game. He threw for 484 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception, and they lost the game. They lost 35 to 28 yeah. to Oregon. And again, I don't see how the, but that's what I'm saying is they, someone I heard said, look at the, look at all see, the numbers, but they only got 28, 28 points. points. And that happened sometimes. And if that, if they, if they had a thousand yards on Saturday, but put up 28 points, yeah. uh, who gives a crap about yards? It's not fantasy football out there. It doesn't matter. Does it say the yards on that game? Total yards. Yeah. So total yards. Oh, where'd it go? I just had it. I'll find it as we keep talking. Yeah. Right here. So 620 or something. Is that right? So total yards. Yeah. 612 total yards. 12. See, to get 600 yards, but you only get 28 points. That's, that's interesting. And so, they only had one turnover too. So it's not like they had a so bunch look of yards. At Michigan. I'm curious on, on the Michigan loss. Yeah, so the Michigan loss. Now the Michigan loss was a little bit different. The weather was a big factor in that game. Yeah. But, but they put, both teams played in it. They, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they put up still some numbers that, I'm just saying all this just so that anyone that's listening, I know we're all jacked. They they put up 458 yards. That's pretty good. 394 yards passing. And there's what they score 27. 27. So look, they're gonna they're gonna get passing yards. They're gonna they're gonna make they're gonna move the ball. They're gonna move the ball. They're gonna get passing yards. For me, the factor of this game, the first thing I want to see, I want to see Utah get the ball first and drive down and score a touchdown. That's the first thing I want to see. That's what we did that both games. Nice. Both times against Oregon, we scored first. We took the ball. We went down and scored. So that's the, the first thing. And then limit the damage, right? They get a couple big plays, fine, but limit the damage and control the clock. That's going to be a huge part of this game. If you can make this game short and limit their possessions, that plays into to Utah's favor big time. But if we can't run the ball, it, it could be... And then... We're not, we haven't talked about the Cam Rising factor. A couple times he pulls it and does what he did against Oregon. That could be, that's the difference right there. I think offense, yes. I think one of the big keys is the pressure on the quarterback. I Obviously, if they're getting that many yards, he has the ability to throw. So we have to get in there. And with our Lloyd Sewell. Mike Hulk. Tafua, as they kept calling him on the Ohio State podcast. <laughs> Mike Tafua. Really? Yeah. They're like, oh, Mike Tafua, who ha- who leads the Pac-12 in sacks. Mike, Mike Tafua. I'm going. <laughs> look, look at the name. But <laughs> it's an A, not an E. Mike Tafua. <laughs> That's funny, but you know, I mean, <laughs> we're very good at that. We're good at getting in there and putting the pressure on him. So we're gonna have to do that in That's order to to not give him the time to get 500, 500 yards. yards passing. Yeah. Jeez, what kind of rush yards do we need? I, I hadn't thought about it, but it comes to it comes to mind. Got to be over one eighty. Have to be. I think it's got to be more than that, personally. I mean, if we can, if we can, we talked about this against Oregon. All right. If yeah. he clips that two hundred yard marker, I think you get the win. I think if you can even get to one eighty, for me, that's that's the magic number. 
between between our three, four running backs and Cam Rising, if you can hit that 180 marker, that means that you're controlling the ball, you're getting first downs, and you have to convert. You have to convert to touchdowns. Field goals does not beat these guys. No, no. It's just, I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, and I think I feel like we need to get 200. That's kind of my magic number with this game. 200? I mean, we, yeah, rushing, rushing. And, you know, rising, yeah, we make some big plays. We're going to have to throw the ball efficiently and well at times. Um, yeah, some key some key passes for sure are going to be completed. But you, we're not, you can't, you know, we're never, we never, we don't win by having these massive shootouts as far as like passing the, the ball, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we. What did what did I say? What did we? How many points did we average? Thirty five. Is that what I said? Yeah. Which was first in the Pac twelve. Which by is the way. which is great. It's just uh, the, the thing is like when we played USC against London, their their one receiver he chewed us up, and that was one guy. Okay, but if you remember, he chewed us up with one guy. But what the Utah defense did is we said we'll let this one guy get five hundred yards. We'll let this one dude beat us with all the yards. We kept him out of the end zone. He scored one touchdown that game. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying they've got three of him. Right, 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 right. So that's where to keep the best defense is to keep him off the field. Yeah. That's why I feel like and that 200 key. that 200 yard. I just think, yeah, I, I've and I'm just trying to prep my own self. <laughs> that's why I'm saying all this stuff because <laughs> I'm I'm jacked to go down there and we're all and we're just so excited. We just kicked the crap out of Oregon, our nemesis yeah. for all these years. Screw those guys. And then now we're going to play Ohio State, and we're just going to do the same thing to them. I don't see it. So I gotta, I've got to just be realistic about what I'm about to see. Taper your expectations. Uh, against this team who can move the ball. And as it happens, just the way Utah plays is that we can counter that by controlling clock, moving the ball with rushing some throws and scoring touchdowns. And in the end, we take them out. Um, I think going back to... <sighs> nervous, though, I will say. Yeah. What we talked about last week with Rose Bowl versus Pac-12 championship and which one kind of holds more weight, I look at it like this. Obviously, we want to win, and I very much hope we win. I think we can win. If we do lose, it takes nothing away from our season. No, 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 It no, takes no. absolutely nothing. Did you just slop all over yourself? <laughs> Once... Once or Once twice this season. <laughs> it happens all the time. It doesn't take away we still you're still Pac twelve champions. So that's that's another argument towards that I feel like the Pac twelve championship okay. is the bigger thing. But no, of course I want to win, but if we lose No no no, we don't talk about that on this. Get out of here. Okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> what? I'll be quiet. <laughs> you no, see what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It doesn't it doesn't diminish what they've accomplished this season no. based off of one football no, of game. Not. No. Of course not. I mean, I want to win. I want to win. Oh, yeah, if I'm driving that whole way, I don't want to freaking lose. <laughs> no, I think uh, it... it God, I've heard, guy, I, you know, I've heard, I've heard and read a couple of articles where Ohio State, because, uh, you know, our reputation does precede us about being a tough physical football team, and yeah. we have been. That's how come you can rush the ball 50 times a game and score as many points as you do as you dominate everybody. Yeah, Oregon. I think Thomas Oregon. is going to have a game. So, and everyone knows Witt, Coach Witt's type of football. The Big Ten used to play this kind of football. It's true. They're more of a passing league now, more so than you, in a, the, on a lot of ways than the Pac-12. 
But anyway, the, the people know about Utah and the way they play football, and so Ohio State also sees it as a challenge to them. Can we mm-hmm. out-physical the what's, physical team? Right, what's known as one of the most physical teams in college football. Now, if, if Utah can come out and dominate the lines, it's the same. It's, I mean, this is like every football game, but if we can actually really dominate the lines... We'll win the game. Well, if you can grind out and we'll get, win the game, if you can and get that's five what I'm yards banking carry, on. I mean, if you can get five yards of carry out on average against Ohio State, that would be enormous. But if you're getting three yards of carry and all of a sudden every every series it's you know third and six or more, that could be that's that is not what we're built for. So that's what you're banking on too is being able to out man some of these people. They're going to score. It's just that. We play our game. We can out physical them, and and then we we put up points, and and then at the end of the game, I don't see us blowing them out. Is that fair? No. That's my assessment. no, no, no. This no. is not going to be. I don't a, see a us blowing out 10. Ohio State. In fact, I'll say I'll say this, and I don't know what you would think about it because I've thought about it. I yeah, I don't see this as an Oregon thing. No. Um, they have way too much talent on the. To offense. me, it's if there's going to be a blowout, it's gonna they're gonna do oh, it to us. It'll be us. I'll be sitting in my. We seat. have it, yeah. It, that, that's what makes me kind of sick. But I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna admit it. It it could it could happen, huh? Because the type of offense they have, but that doesn't mean we're not we can't win the game. But I don't see us blowing them out. I think they have the potential just because of how explosive they are. And these athletes that they have all over the place. But if Utah does their plays their game like they've been playing, which I don't see they can they won't play their game. I think we'll go in there, do our thing, and in the end we'll win. Yep. I agree. Saturday at what is what, it? Two PM Pacific, three PM Mountain, Mountain on, on ABC. ABC. We get Kirk. Kirk Chris, and Chris. The A team again. Well, what's your prediction on the game? Oh, we're let's doing do, scores? Yeah, yeah we had to do scores. Let's do it right now because this our last Thomas Orthodomics uh, score, prediction. score prediction of the year. Okay, so I'm going 34-28, Utah. If, yeah, I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> just stick with it. We can't get into, we can't get into a, a scoring race with these guys. If they're if they get over thirty five points, I I'm going forty one thirty eight for Utah. Forty one thirty eight. Okay. Oh man, that's close. I was gonna say forty two thirty eight. You so you're too. Well, you should have said it first. Point. I know. Well, you I'm trying hesitate, to debate. But that's, I mean, that's I, where I'm at. Yeah, because they score an average of forty five points a uh-huh. game, so we have to score a lot. The two games that they lost this year. They were the held 20s. under 30 points a game. And That's I feel true. like that is going to be huge for us. But at the same time, I can see them putting up 49. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the first half. Like, I can see it. Oh, geez. Yeah, that Michigan State game, I was, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I go, oh, they, they beat them 49 nothing. No, that was at halftime. They were up 49 nothing. Yeah, and Michigan State joke. at the time was had really just good. beat Michigan, didn't they? So, and Michigan yeah. State was kind of a, a very similar thing to what Utah is. Very good running offense, but by the time the game started, they were already down by 28 points. They couldn't run the ball, and it didn't matter anymore. So that's what we have to avoid. That's exactly. So, Brand, give us a score. I still I say 41 30. 
No, you can say what you, what I you feel. I was going to say 42-38. So right. Gary and I are on the same okay. wavelength. Same wavelength, baby, but I say victory. Oh, victory. Of course it's victory. Of course. Cheers. Yeah, that's what and I mean. what you already said is that if the game, I mean, if it's a good game, it's going back and forth and it's tight and there needs to be energy in the stands. We'll be there, baby. Utah, the fans are going to be yeah. there. That will be the that would be a yeah. huge. That is factor. going to be a factor, Utah. I know. I know. We did a another poll. Um, Utah fans, uh, who's going to the Rose Bowl? This off our Facebook page, and so we had fifty three percent who took the poll said we're going. Forty six percent said no. So and that's mm. on our Facebook page of fourteen thousand people. That's a pretty good indicator, right there. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot, a lot of, of interest people going. I mean, I talk people. to people, I can't, you know, I'd never think they would go, but yeah. they see the, the the significance of this. Well, and it's a trip to California in December. Anyway, it that can be a huge factor. So we need to be there, and we need to be ready to be into this game because yeah. it, it could very well help. You're right. If it's in the fourth quarter and it's a tight game, that could be the difference. Third downs. Uh-huh. And we're what's making the must, noise. What's the must doing? Yeah, what's is there the a bus situation? going or is there a... Yeah, so we're sending two buses of students, so that's about 100 students. Okay. Um, but we sold about 2,000 student tickets. Oh, awesome. So there will be a student section, a must section of 2,000 awesome. students. Awesome. So, you know, they bring that energy as well, and so they'll be doing the third down jump and being loud and doing what they do. So there will be a Utah atmosphere. I just think it's going to be significant that you're going to notice it. It will. It'll be great. Yeah. The Rose Bowl rocking, baby. So there is a tailgate, a correct? Stadium. A tailgate before. Yeah. Is it is that sold out already? It's sold out. Um, yeah. from what I've heard. <laughs> I think there's about four thousand people going to it. Yes. Which is unbelievable. But <laughs> I, you know, I'll say this because I, I know the sticker shock that a lot of people felt when the price was announced there. The alumni department's not making any money. I'll say that right now. I'll be very upfront about this it. This is all ticket cost based off from what the Rose Bowl is charging. The alumni department will lose money. Good grief. The Rose Bowl is so expensive. We've been to this stadium mm-hmm. a number of times to go to the Utah-UCLA yeah. games. And I'm sure a lot of Utah fans have. This is a whole different animal. The That's Rose, what I've heard. The Rose Bowl organization the upcharging on everything parking's like two hundred dollars is to park a mile away. It's worth it though if you've for, that's if true. You've reserved it. If you've reserved it, to park one of the must buses is three hundred dollars. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I realize yes, one hundred and fifty dollars for the tailgate is of it's a big price tag. But just know, alumni is not making money off of this. Alumni will lose no. money, but we have to do it because yeah, I mean you got to put something together for yeah. all the Utah fans to celebrate. That's the only kind of festivity I know of that Utah is organizing. I haven't been able okay. to find like another party or another New Year's Eve thing. You know, we've the Sugar Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl were both New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So on New Year's Eve, we there was like big par- big parties and stuff going on. Before. I haven't been able Bourbon to Street find Bourbon Street on New Year's <laughs> Eve was an experience. That was interesting. I haven't been able to find anything. So Utah fans, if you know of stuff, yeah. Put it out there so the other because yeah, I know, know people are really looking to try and gather with other Utah fans. I have not heard of anything happening mm-hmm. on Friday, so neither have I. 
But if you see mm. something, tag us on social media and we'll spread the word because there's a lot of people looking and asking. So, mm-hmm. Now, I did hear this. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is complete fact, but if, of course, there's the Rose Bowl Parade. Right. And which, yeah, which is, I don't know what time that actually starts. But I heard that if you're going to the stadium to avoid the packed roads, because it's not easy getting in and out of there anyway. No, it's not. But with the Rose Bowl parade, you have to you have to be there either before ten o'clock. I'm just saying I heard this, so whether this is absolute or not, I don't know. But you have to be at the stadium before ten o'clock or sometime after twelve noon. But if you try to go in between ten and noon and stuff, you're gonna it's it's hmm. log jam. Well, in the Rose Bowl parade itself is what a hundred dollars a person. Well, I've heard you can pay the hundred dollars or more than that, probably for like the grandstand yeah. to guarantee you a spot. But I think you can to show up. But you have to do like the camping out and that I'm kind of thing. That. Well, I'm not going to the parade. Yeah, I'm not. Going. I don't think any of us are going to the parade, so I haven't looked into it too much. But I, I'm sure a lot of Utah fans are. But that's kind of what I've heard is. I'm just saying, be wise. Figure it yeah. out because the game starts at three. It's two, two, two o'clock. Oh, two Pacific o- time. Correction, that's correct. Yeah, two o'clock Pacific time. Right. So if you plan on, well, I'll go on over at at noon. You're going to be in trouble. You you're going to get caught. You could be parking at someone's and and, and running over. like five ten miles. <laughs> I'm just saying, get plan. over there. Get over there early. There'll be people, there'll be lots of Utah fans tailgating. I think they do there'll the parking on the place. on the golf course. Yeah, there's a big golf course. I mean, Just that's, walk around, make time of it, but that make is where that the, your day. That's where the organized tailgate yeah. will be as well. And then I have heard some people will have their RVs and they'll have their trailers and they'll have stuff. And there'll be a ton of people. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll but be all Utah that's fans. That's your day. Don't, don't <laughs> plan on getting over there and casually walking in or you'll miss the first half. Yeah. You could... You could. You could. So there's some some wise counsel. But yeah, if you're... People who have done it before. <laughs> um, <laughs> not, not, we not don't this. have to go down this road very far. I got to say, though, the unspoken thing, though, it still does worry me is the COVID situation for both teams, actually. Both teams and fans. Uh, well, and fans. But as far as the game going forward and with the teams, let's just... Everyone... Whatever. Whatever your religion is. Whatever your religion is, offer that prayer or gather the energy. Your crystals. You get your, you know, seven auras working properly. I don't really care, but let's make sure that these teams aren't affected. Now, the teams are already there. Yeah, they left Utah today. Utah left today. So Ohio State left today. So those teams are already there. So they'll be doing stuff. They'll be Hopefully they're quarantined. Quarantined. More or less, but there's they're media not, members. They're, they're, doing, they're doing things. I bet they're trying to the best they can. The best they can. No, 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 because here's... Uh, they can't. They're going to Disneyland on Wednesday. That's a contractual yeah, obligation for both teams because it's ABC and Disney and all of that, and you know, then they show them at Disneyland on the but broadcast. But they can be people is what I'm saying. Well, it's Disneyland. I mean, our marching band gets to march... In Disneyland, our spirit team, all of that stuff is going on this whole week. Uh, I'm, I don't care about the band or the spirit <laughs> team if they get COVID. Yeah, if the spirit team gets it, darn. If it spreads I through mean, the band, I'm sorry. I understand what you're oh, saying, what I'm saying. But is, I think that's hard to... It's one thing when you're keeping your team all together when you're here at your own facilities and at your own hotels and things like that. I don't know how they do that when they're in a different place. Oh, one thing 
bet they mention, try. I bet I'm they very try. excited about the the Ohio State's band. Oh, they're is playing. really good, and they're playing at halftime. So we'll get we'll get a witness that they do all the different like shapes. Yeah, and, and stuff. it'll be cool. <laughs> that I mean, there it's college football. One of those things of college football yeah. that I'm excited to see. So it'll be fun. But I agree with you. It's a worry. It's I a mean, worry. Just lots of things keep the dominoes are falling in some other hopefully those bowl games. I know around us. So those are flying. We're hoping that the flights continue properly and yeah. uh, just be be aware, Utah fans that are driving, that this week's supposed to be full of bad weather. Some lady tweeted today that it took her seven hours to get to St. George from Salt Lake because the roads between Fillmore and Beaver were brutal. So just make plans. Just be aware of that. Here, here's my tip for people who are driving. Because we're driving. I'm driving. I'm driving with my children. You're driving with your children. We'll see. I don't know if I'm... I might just leave them home by themselves. Okay, well, that's fine, too. They're six and four. Let's put on Paw Patrol. They'll be fine. This might be a dumb tip, but this is my tip for these long road trips. You go to the library, and you can check out videos, and you can check out, like, TV series. Like, the weird TV series that my kids watch on Cartoon Network, which are very strange, but... You can check out like all full seasons and that keeps them entertained for hours. I just download the episodes on my iPad. We have like the DVD player in our van. Brent, it's 2022 practically. You just download <laughs> no, 400 episodes and I, you go play. See you guys in St. George <laughs> and off dad goes. For people like me who have, you have the DVD player. You can go to the library. I'm doing that tomorrow. Check out all these videos, and then they're entertained for hours. There you go. But so there's going to be some weather, is what you're saying. Yes, I'm just saying be prepared this week, for it. This be week, be advised. Weather, traffic. But people, people, let's get there. People. Lane closure is outside the gorge still, so. Now, I'll just, in closing. Serenity. Now. In closing, we've heard, well, as far as color configuration. Okay, here, I'm going to read what I read to are you we, Are we told, are we thinking white? Which by, oh, dang it, where did oh, it go? Oh, it's gone. She lost. <sighs> Hold on, let me find it. No, I do want to point out that we didn't plan this, but we are wearing the three Utah colors today. Well, so gray, those of gray's you. Gray's a Utah color now, too. I'm a, uh, oh, look, yeah. I'm gray and white. And I got a red. rose. I got a rose on my shirt. Got this for Christmas. We Sweet. Didn't, we didn't plan that, but we're just, we're covering all our bases. Oh, and people have been asking this. What color should I wear? Just wear red. Okay, well, yeah, wear in, red. It doesn't matter. Wear red. Wear, re you wear red. This is the poem. Okay. Utah football put this out on December 16th. So interpret it how you will. It says, roses are red. The U boys will wear white. See you all in Pasadena in the color that feels right. What okay. color you wear isn't important. How loud you cheer is. Let's bring the roar of rice eccles to the Rose Bowl. We can't wait to see you on New Year's Day in red, black, or white. Hip, hip, hooray. Okay, that last one, red. Oh, so see us. That says they want they want the fans to wear red, white, or black, but it says they are going to wear white. So it looks like they're going to be wearing white. We don't know if that means the but all white, red. the white. As a fan, you wear red. I want to see them wear what they wore against USC. It's the throwback, all whites. That's what I want to see. White helmet, white, white. Just top to bottom, what they wore against USC. My prediction is... All white and then red helmets. I don't want that. Well, that's my prediction. I think you're going to be wrong. I have no idea. <laughs> it looks like we're wearing white. We're, we are going to wear red and we're going to win. Maybe I'm going to wear white, Gary. What, what do you do if I wear white? Nothing. <laughs> Talk behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You do that anyways. All okay. right. Well, here we are. Maybe 
<laughs> we will be seeing each other down the road here. Maybe we'll throw out a couple of uh, YouTube. Yeah, we'll put it together a podcast. Commentaries after. here. No, d- w- down there. W- oh, oh, down there. Going down. Maybe there's a few hits. Oh, we'll, okay. We'll put it up on YouTube. We'll have to get together somewhere. <laughs> No, we'll, you never know. We will do an episode next week. Of course. I'm just saying, though, maybe there. Ooh. Ooh, Preparation it's like a somewhere. Tease. A tease. Maybe, Utah fans. All, All right. right. Well, we're feeling good. Let's yeah. do it on the beach. That Let's do that. Let's sit on the beach and have a Corona. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. That's what we'll do. Maybe we'll just start our own New Year's Eve party on the beach and just invite the Utah fans. Us and the homeless people of L.A. <laughs> Why That's not? Fine. They'll bring whatever. So. Yeah, All right, you good fans. <laughs> this right. is uh, exciting. Let's be there, huh? All right. Go Utes. Go team. I'm, t- I'm texting a friend. Who's, ask- oh. who's asking me about festivities? Should I just tell her to listen? <laughs> In other words, we know nothing. Yeah, we know nothing. I'm so nervous. It's I too early that. in the week to be this nervous, too. Oh, oh oops. Ew. Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products.